You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 211 of the Take Him With You podcast. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Stick around, lots of cool things up. know how to jam don't you it's the super jam yeah nah that's my music program i'm just putting my headphones back on because i had to take them off why because you play the music oh you silly girl (sighs) so we're here though it is we're recording on a sunday afternoon because you were busy yesterday and we didn't get and i still got lots i'll be busy all the way till late tonight yeah after we're done here yeah. Uh, but I did get a brand new um, ragtag fugitive fleet. I mean, fugitive podcast out, mm-hmm. which will actually come out here in a couple hours. But mm-hmm. people don't know that. By the time you hear this, it should be out. Okay. And it's going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. It's uh, we have our my friend Mark Daniels. You know the we have a a friend. Uh, just weird how I met him on the Treks and Sci Fi forums. Mm-hmm. And through the podcast, Trex and Sci-Fi Podcast with Rico Dosti, we uh, met this gentleman named M5. Mm-hmm. And M5 is for the computer in the old series. Anyway. Okay. Oh, uh, anyway, his name is Mark. Mm-hmm. And when we got to talking to him, we realized I knew Mark's brother. Dahlstrom Institute. Wow. I'm impressed. Daystrom. I, Daystrom. Something like that. I know way too much about Star Trek. Go ahead. But it turns out that I had a Bible study Every Friday morning with one of these guys, with his brother for with Mark's about a year. Brother, yeah. Anyway, so I met Mark, and and Mark stopped by one day at our house and met Amy, and we've had lots of good chats. And he was our guest host um, on the show. Chris Clemente mm-hmm. and I do the show together. Well, Rick, on top of that, we on spent, top of that, we spent almost. I was just going to say entire day with him yeah. in Seattle. We actually at, met uh, Mark uh, along mm-hmm. with our good friend Daryl, or. Bear butt. Yeah, I did on Twitter. <laughs> we met him and his sons. It's not. It's not spelled like bear, like in bear naked. It's spelled like bear, like in the the animal bear. Yeah. Okay, just want to clarify that. But the fun was we got to go to the sci-fi museum with Mark and with Daryl, and we had a great time. Yeah, and good people. And Dar- Mark was really nice because he actually talked to me because you got like. Sci, um, sci-fi hyper where you were like so excited and taking pictures of everything and would wander off and so I got to visit with Mark and Thank you Mark for entertaining my wife <laughs> I think I finally went down to the, um, snack, the bar. snack bar and read my Kindle or something <laughs> Jeez, you geek you're a geek too <laughs> You're yeah, just a geek in a different way. But you, you just get so excited at the sci-fi museum Oh calm yourself You're just so cute yeah. So, um, yeah. So you got to hit t- talk to Mark um, on the Ragtag Fugitive podcast, mm-hmm. and you can listen to your you can listen to our podcast. It is on Stitcher Radio. It's also on iTunes, and you can find it over at Ragtag Fugitive Podcast dot com. Mm-hmm. Let's play a promo for it, shall we? 
Hi, this is Chris. And this is Rick. And we're the hosts of the Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. We're celebrating the original Battlestar Galactica series, and we're doing that by uh, watching an episode in total and commenting on it as it runs. And you know what's really fun about it is we're attempting to bring guest hosts in with us so that we can talk kind of like that mystery science theater kind of thing. And we sometimes we make a little fun of the episode, and sometimes we talk about how cool it is, so you just never know what you're going to get when you listen. Yes. So come and join us. We're on iTunes. You can find us by searching for Ragtag Fugitive Podcast, and we're on the Stitcher Radio Network. You also can visit our cool website and make comments and have fun looking around in the officer's lounge and all that jazz by going to Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. You have our word as a warrior. Word as a warrior? Plank down your cubits and come on over. And let's play a game of Pyramid, the Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. So, yeah. You know, what a crazy, blasting, crazy week this has been. Well, before we get into that. Before we get into that. At church today. Yeah. Our pastor brought up the Cylons because she's talking about. Oh my how, gosh! Okay, did how I, you can't just get a, I, a new brain like the Cylons. You can't get a new brain every day like the Cylons. That's what she said in her yeah. sermon. And I and I I look around for just one brief moment to mm-hmm. see if anybody got the reference. And you, my dear, were the only one that had a I smile. I laughed. On yeah. And I'm thinking, she's watched. Well, the and, new reimagined Battlestar and Galactica. There was a new Battlestar Galactica movie, like precursor to. Yes, we should talk about that. We watched. Uh, um, I can't remember the Blood name. Blood and Chrome. So is the name of it. It was a, a made-for-TV movie. Is uh-huh. that? Well, no, s- well, actually, you want to know what it really was? Okay. It was a web series that they put all, all right. together for a TV movie. And then on sci-fi. Sci-fi. Sci-Fi Channel played it. Yeah, it was actually pretty well made. And I kind thought it was of, great. Um, back in the the not the original Battlestar Galactica, but the newer version, it kind of alluded, reimagined version. Reimagined version. It kind of alluded to the fact that, well, it's not really a fact because this is all make believe. <laughs> but it alluded to the plot, um, kind of thing that. The commander Adama, when he was younger, had been in Cylon space, and it kind of dealt with that. Like, well, it showed Commander Adama yeah, as a young as man, a just out of academy kind of guy. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was. I thought it was pretty well done. You know, there's yeah, the special effects were awesome. That, I thought for a, yeah for. A, for what Low they had budget there. kind of thing. Yeah. It was, it was good. I, it was a, a very enjoyable mm-hmm. um, episode. and I mean, there's some rough stuff in it, yeah. but uh, for the most part, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Well, we were going to also... Did you want to talk about what you did this week before we talk about the other things? Yeah, because okay. our main topic is what we, we're going to cover a movie and a TV show on our, on our main topic this week because they were fascinating. Well, and someone had requested... That we covered someone. This. I think it be, I believe it was Troy. Okay, had said we needed to watch. Oh, our, we'll get there in yeah. a minute. So, what did you do this week? Ah, uh, not much. Uh huh. No, I didn't do anything. What did you do? <laughs> I worked. Okay. So, what did you do? I can't remember. You've been working on several different projects. Yeah. 
some of them I can't talk about. So, yeah. you know, how am I going to explain them? I've been mm -hmm. busy. You have been. Yeah. Got some stuff yeah. kind of wrapped up. And then I got a new. Here's something cool. We have Valentine's Day. We could talk about Well, that. yeah. you mean, oh, Yeah. We have to tell everybody about <laughs> that great surprise I had for you. Just a minute. We'll say that in a minute. But, uh, no. I had actually something cool happen um, that uh, I hope is cool. But uh, remember I had that big uh, job that I was doing a demo for that could have been about two months worth of work? Mm-hmm. Well... You didn't get it. I didn't get that job a while back. And, mm -hmm. and so I, he instead of being sad. upset because it was kind of hard mm -hmm. to lose that when I was, there's only a couple of people. I actually wrote them a nice letter and said, hey, understand you want to go with somebody else, but I'm here if you need me. Would love to work with you. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Well, I got a nice email this week and they asked if I could do one whole unit of the thing that they were uh, doing as a project and it's a good good fairly good contract and uh, uh, I started working doing some stuff for him so that was mm -hmm. really cool so it just goes to show if you're classy mm -hmm. and you don't get all bent out of shape then things work out they they said hey on this one area we'd really like your creativity mm -hmm. and so you did that oh um, um. I remembered a couple things I wanted to talk about Okay, before we get on to Valentine's, let's go back to the day before Wednesday. The day before Wednesday. That'd be the, Tuesday? The day, no, the day before Valentine's, which okay, is Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday the 13th. This last Wednesday. Oh, it was the 13th. If I was, if I was, yeah. If you were superstitious. Superstitious, it might explain this. My day was very crazy on Wednesday and Thursday. But, okay, Wednesday, I have three jobs that I do on Wednesday. Yeah. And the first job is out on a farm at, in um, West, Westport, Washington, out by the coast. So I, I pull up in this long driveway of this farm, and I don't actually work on the farm. I work in the house, but I pull up, and their young bull was out in the driveway. <laughs> and so since I grew up on a large farm, I, I wasn't too shocked by this or anything, but I... Just, you know, patiently went and knocked on the the door of the house and asked them if they wanted to have their bull out in the roundabout. So, <laughs> Which is not a normal occurrence to have your bull <laughs> in, in the, the roundabout. roundabout. She goes, um, and that's no bull. No. So um, I helped her. I, I helped her. I, I stared down the bull. Did you go, Toro, Toro. No, I just like, I, I was like, I looked at it and it looked at me and I'm like, you're going to do what I want you to do and you're going to do it now. Kind of stare down. Wow. And really? Go Amy. Yeah. You tell them, you just don't mix anything around there. You just tell the bull what's up. Mm -hmm. Who's so, in charge. <coughs> so I helped get the bull in, not just once. Did he listen to you? But twice. Well, wow. I, I ended up poking it. With my hand, and then eventually, I think this by the second time. Was this a big bull? In. No, it was just like a yearling. It uh, wasn't a youngling. Yeah. You have a youngling bull, but it had little like one and a half inch horns. Oh. You know, <laughs> you got me worried. So there for I was me. like, well, let's just. It wasn't that scary. I I grew up with full size bulls that we had to move from pasture to pasture and stuff yeah. growing up. So. It wasn't that big a deal, but that was how my day started on Wednesday. And then on my way to my second job, um, I had stopped at an intersection, and then I had 
taken my foot off the brake so that I could go forward just a little bit more to see better mm-hmm. around the corner. And the guy behind me thought that I was going to go, but I just want to get a better view. And so he plowed into the back of me. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? Why is he running into me? So I got out, looked at the car. The car looked fine. I had to get to work. And so he apologized. Explained. So instead of taking pictures or getting any information, she drives off. I went off. to work, yes. But I, I was just mo- mostly shaken up. So, <laughs> so that was crazy day and so i left at like 8 45 in the morning to get home till after 9 9 30 at night long day long long day so the next day on valentine's day on valentine's day i found out that you had so sweetly bought me tickets to a concert it was a um wasn't the actual band, but it was like a tribute well, some band. Some people from the actual band are oh, in the band. Oh, really? They're okay. The guitar player. Okay, so it from one of my favorite bands of the late '70s, namely Heart. I yeah. Mean, next to Ooh, Fleetwood Barracuda. Mac. I like Fleetwood Mac better, but that I liked one. Heart too. Uh-huh. So, um, dog and butterfly. That's up in the air, he pretty, likes to fly. Pretty melodic music. Yeah. And so. We, I found this out, but after the concert was canceled, I think. Yeah. Okay. So the night before the concert, they cancel it. And then they said, um, we feel really bad that we canceled the thing. So we're going to show. Because we didn't. What are we going to do now? So I was my plan was to have you come home, take you out to the Thai food place, mm-hmm. eat dinner in a park, and then maybe neck a little you know uh, yeah <laughs> in the park uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then and then i <laughs> and then take you to a concert and surprise you because the valentine's day card i got you when you opened it it was really hilarious but when you opened it it had a pair of earplugs in it uh, that's what the earplugs are for you didn't get it i didn't get it and then I, you were gonna say what are these for are these hers his little eyebrows and I'd say, no, those are earplugs, Amy. And you'd say, earplugs for what? And I'd say, I'm taking you to a concert. Yeah, that would have been Well, nice. I didn't, wasn't able to so, do so. So the place that was going to have the concert the felt big bad. Yeah. And so the they venue. said, we feel bad about this, so we're going to show a couple of free movies. Right, on the big screen. On the big screen. And then we'll have concessions open. So if you want popcorn or soda or licorice you can right. come get some right. so we thought well that'll be fun and one of, they had two of the movies one of them i'd already seen before but the first one the notebook yeah i'd seen that before but the other one was one i hadn't seen before and we thought oh that is supposed to be a romantic comedy it'd be fun so guess what the day of valentine's day we get another message and said that they did. They weren't able to get permission from MGM Studios or no, whoever it was. No, it was from was. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. They they offered to pay like the two hundred fifty dollar fee to show yeah, it. But they wouldn't. do but it. But they wouldn't do it. So and here's the deal. Somebody from our town called Warner Brothers and said that the movie the or the that the uh, concert theater was going to show a Warner Brothers movie for free, and so Warner Brothers lawyers called. The theater. Yeah. Can you believe that? That's just. And they, the guy was just trying to do something for nice. For free. He was just being nice because the concert got canceled and so, everybody was ticked. So, okay. Now, this isn't even half of it. So, I'm working in Raymond. And 
I get a text from you. It says, uh, sorry, it says, no movie. Guess what? <laughs> it what that wasn't the thing. Not only was the movie canceled, but you ended up pulling a muscle, uh, so y you couldn't even you really. You need to tell everybody. You couldn't even really get in the car to go out to eat. So I said, "It's okay. Get some ice. Take some ibuprofen. Take it easy, and I will pick up the Thai food or Chinese food, and I'll bring it home." And so. I I sat you down in the easy chair and gave you a bag of ice and that was our Valentine's the Day. The ice actually helped. That was that it was a good idea. Help. It does I've had pulled muscles before. Ice is a necessity. Oh, well, it, it helped. <laughs> it it's yeah, cuz that when the muscles pull, it causes mm -hmm. inflammation and it's yeah. It's a muscle in my back though. It's it's the inner I know what it is because you've pulled I've, it before. I've pulled it before and yes. uh it was it was because I sneezed really hard, and there's mm -hmm. this particular place well, that always has Well, it's a place you've already torn yeah. that muscle, so it yeah. re-injured it when you had pneumonia. So it's still a little sore, but uh, that ice really helped. Mm -hmm. So I was feeling a lot better by the end of the evening. Because your wife took care of you. Yes, you did. Yeah, so <laughs> kind of a crazy, kind of a crazy Valentine's Day. It, it, yeah, we've had a few different dates in our time I I, uh. I still remember the was it our 14th wedding anniversary that that's when you pulled the muscle the first time when but you I had, had pneumonia. pneumonia yeah and we thought and then you I blew all the 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 blood um, vessels out of blood your vessels eyes. in my eyes so I look like Frankenstein with red eyes my all yeah. my whites in my there eyes was were no, red yeah no white so I looked left. really scary I could go out and scare the kids in the neighborhood <laughs> it was kind of I different. wore sunglasses for many days yeah. Went so, camping like that. So that was kind of a crazy week, but we had a good time. I think we watched some TV and just kind of met, was mellow. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. What do you say, hey? <laughs> so, you know, I think I think with life, you have to watch your expectations and just be thankful for what you do have. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So... On to our subject. Do you want to play another already? promo? Already? Are we already on the subject? Yeah, we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'll be. There's no, were we going to say anything to anybody? Was there something that we were talking about? I don't remember what it was now. Okay. Well, why don't you go back to where you, before you started rambling, and we'll <laughs> No, we'll just play go ahead and go from here. Okay. Well, hold on. We'll be right back with today's dual subject. On the Taken With You podcast. That's our dog saying hello. Ruff, ruff, ruff. Do you remember playing great PC games like King's Quest, Command & Conquer, and X-Wing? Do you remember spending hours tweaking your config sys and auto-exec bat files to eke out just one more K of conventional memory? If you do, then you may be interested in my show, The Upper Memory Block. Every two weeks, we talk in-depth about a game, game series, company, or technology from the DOS and pre-Windows XP gaming era. We'll discuss the story, gameplay, and technology of the games of the time. But more importantly, we're going to focus on what made each game special, interesting stories from their development, and how they shaped what PC gaming is today. If you remember gaming in the late 80s and early 90s, or you're interested in finding out more about it, come join your host Joe in the Upper Memory Block. That's the Upper Memory Block podcast at umbcast.com, or find it on iTunes.
was quick and abrupt. Okay. <laughs> so we have some we have some really interesting subjects this week. Yeah, we have kind of two subjects. Yeah. One is a subject that one of our listeners wanted us to cover. I believe it was Troy. Let me check real quick. Troy, was it you that uh, told me all? Of, let me look here. You you talk. Okay. Well, one of our listeners asked us if we would cover the subject of catfishing. And, and since we live in a place where lots of catfish are caught. We don't have a lot of catfish yeah, here. Yeah, we don't really. No, no, it's trout and salmon and things like that. But, no, it's a, it's a terminology. I don't know how they came up with it. But it's for, I don't know if it's, if it's like a term for if you go fishing for yeah, good Troy. fish. Yeah, it's Troy. Troy Troy is the one that. Uh, okay. But but catfish are kind of muddy, icky fish. I mean, some people really like them, but I don't know, fried up with some collard greens. Okay, but hush puppies. But usually, Mm-mm. they're not like a freshwater well, true fish. They're I think like the a, problem is is that when people cut into them, they they hear and they okay. they freak them out yeah. a little bit. Okay, this term catfish. I don't know how they came up with it, but maybe it said it would say if we watched the other documentary. Yeah, because here here's the funny part is we didn't actually watch the movie. We watched the TV show. And we really watched the TV show. My daughter found it was a marathon on MTV. We never watch MTV. But my daughter found it on MTV, and she'd heard about it, and so. She watched like six episodes yesterday and of the of the TV show Catfish. And the guy's name is Neve. Nev or Neve. Neve. I think it's Neve, not Nev. Neve. Uh-huh. And he actually was the guy that they did the, the movie the on. The documentary that was like really famous. So go for the very beginning and explain to us what the movie was about and so then we'll go into the TV show. The movie was about this guy named Neve. It's N E V is his name. Uh-huh. And he had started an online relationship. Like, he became infatuated with this lady that he met online. Uh-huh. And he wanted to meet her in person. Well, you got, no, you're, you're really skipping a lot. I mean, they really had a relationship. They, like, yeah, talked for like a year and, and a half. Hours and hours yeah. Yeah, every yeah, day yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And so. Did they even talk on the phone? I, I think. I'm not sure. But. Okay. See, we didn't watch the documentary. We watched right. the thing after. Right. So his um, brother and his brother's friend were filmmakers, and he was a photographer, so he kind of was in this realm in New York of people, artsy people. And they said, why don't we do a documentary, a documentary on you meeting your online girlfriend? So... They go to meet her, and instead of this, like, 20-something girl that he thought he was talking to all the time, Mm -hmm. she ended up being a middle-aged lady. That didn't look anything like her profile. 40 years old and stuff. And and here he's this young photographer from New York, and he wouldn't have normally dated. You know, and it turned out that they became friends, um, but she wasn't who... She had claimed to be. She had claimed to be. Right. So after this documentary, he got a gazillion messages from people who are in the same situation. And either they found out themselves that these people weren't who they were 
saying they were or they just weren't sure they hadn't met them yet and they were wondering if he could help them so mtv partnered with him and his friends his yeah and they started a show catfish the tv show the tv show so right. so we watched like six episodes yesterday <laughs> i can't believe well you you didn't you watched just a couple but yeah but Catherine and i and... okay these okay first of all they hook you right away because oh, yeah because there is something about people falling for these type of things that is just I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It was fascinating. Well, they start out every show with like driving up to somebody's house and they're just about ready to open the door. And find out and who then, they are. And then how many of us don't want to find the answer to a mystery? You know, it's like. And then they go back okay, to the so beginning. They, they've, right. they've got you hooked because you want to find out if this younger woman or, or man are going to meet the love of their lives or if they're not even going to be the, I don't, anything like the person that well, you let me, said. Well, let me explain how the format works on the show. Here's here's what they do. They start out and they do the little teaser like that. Uh-huh. Then um, then they go back and start at the very beginning and he, the ne uh, Nev or mm -hmm. Neve will get an email from somebody. Mm -hmm. He will, it'll spark his interest and he'll talk. Was it his brother he was talking with? I think or it's somebody that helps him with yeah. the show. Anyway, they will talk back and forth about what they think about this particular thing. And and if either of them are kind of fascinated by it, they'll actually Skype the person mm -hmm. and talk to him right there. Mm -hmm. And then they film that. They have mm -hmm. cameras everywhere. Everywhere. And then they'll fly off to where that person lives and if talk they think, with if them If they more. deem it you know, worthy enough, then they'll mm -hmm. fly off and they'll meet with the person. And then they leave and do research. Uh -huh. And then they go back to the person, tell them what they found. And then ask their permission to arrange we, a meeting. Can we pursue this? Mm -hmm. And most of the, well, obviously the shows that they did produce, they were able to, you know, go mm -hmm. and talk to the person. The ones so, we saw. So then they go and they confront the person. Mm -hmm. And it's fascinating what they find, usually. And then they actually spend the last, like, 15 minutes working through, are these people going to be friends, even though they're not this, what they thought they were? And how does this all work? And then they follow up from one or one to six months afterwards to see where everybody's at. Mm -hmm. And that's the format of the show. So it's fascinating, but I think it's a, it's a huge social experiment. But I think the sad thing is that in each and every case of the, the, the things they filmed, uh -huh. everyone lied about who they were. Some weren't even the same gender. Probably close to a third of the, the ones that we watched, they weren't even the gender they were claiming to be. You know, some said that they were, and it was interesting how many of them claimed to be models. Like they said, they're male model models, and they would take pictures. Exotic from, dancers. They take pictures from other people's profiles and, and fill them in on put them on theirs. And almost, I think all of them were like people who met on Facebook. Most of them, yeah, or MySpace. I think Sometimes they were. I think they were all Facebook, but they stole pictures off of MySpace, MySpace yeah. to put on their face their fake Facebook account. So all of them had some kind of fake Facebook account that wasn't really them right 
Um, and some, it was like, um, I don't know, they, a lot of it was true, but they put different pictures on there. Right, because maybe they were overweight, so they put a picture of like a skinny person on there or, you know, stuff like that. And so they, yeah. then they, and then there's one particular thing that I thought was interesting. The one, uh, this one really nice guy was just falling for this girl. And it was a picture of this one girl, but it wasn't. She was a heavy set lady when they finally went and met her, and mm-hmm. she was a little younger than what she had said, and yet her personality was exactly what he fell in love with. Mm-hmm. And then the dilemma was, okay, now what do I do? Because because she doesn't. I look still like am a... in love with this woman, but she does. She's not the person I thought she was physically. Mm-hmm. And I I saw that to be a really interesting pattern across the whole thing. There was only like a couple. Where there was intentionally out to hurt them and they pretended to be somebody they there, weren't. There were a couple that, there's one time when one lady was jealous that another lady had kind of stole her boyfriend. So right. she pretended that she was another guy uh-huh. to get back at her uh-huh. and had been talking to her for like a two, year. two years. Oh, man. And they finally met. And when, when they met, it was a girl. And they knew each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm not totally sure what the whole point of this is other than oh, to I do. tell I, people. I, I have lots to say about it. To tell people, my opinion is that, that sadly, there are a lot of dishonest people out there. And that the Bible says to be wise as serpents, but gentle as doves. But in other words... Be wise. <laughs> and I mean, we can be kind to everyone, but you you don't always judge a book by its cover. What you see on Facebook isn't necessarily who people are. And so you need to be wise and, and discerning and and not. I mean, it's just kind of crazy. Well, I mean, statistics now say that many relationships that start are now started online. Mm-hmm. It's a lot different than it was years ago. And um, it's a different world now. And so there's a lot of people that do meet online. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the percentage of people that are who they say is much bigger mm-hmm. than those that are fooling and deceiving. But there were certain warning signs that, uh, that Neve talked about. And almost every single one of them was pretty much across the board. One was... They had a lack of personal photos in the in the uh, photo areas. There was um, they were always reluctant to meet with the person, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they wouldn't even talk on the phone. Most of them wouldn't talk on the phone, especially on the ones that, that wasn't even the same gender. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. And so there were certain things that kind of were red flags. Mm-hmm. You know, that would come up. But I was really surprised. That no, You know, all the victims of these deceptions were from all different walks of life. Mm-hmm. So it it's not nobody is immune to being deceived. Mm-hmm. But what I thought was very, very interesting is um, nowhere in time have we had this. I mean, maybe I don't think that, you know, back in the old days you could do this. But but now that we have the technology we do, there is a there's a situation that. We've never been in before. So this was really interesting. Um, do you remember way back when when uh, when Little House on the Prairie was on? 
Yeah. Okay, do you remember the episode where Albert, uh, the Ingalls' adopted son, fell in love with her, his pen pal girlfriend? And mm-hmm. and she wrote that she was a dancer, and he wrote that he was a handsome young man that did all these different things. And they wrote back and forth. They were pen pals. And finally, Pa had to go to the town where she was, and so Albert rode along to meet her. Well, when he met her, he found that she wasn't a dancer. She was actually in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and she could she was paralyzed mm-hmm. and couldn't dance or anything. And so this is the exact same type of thing mm-hmm. that we caught on the catfish program was when the people were confronted with who the person really was, they then had a choice. Instead of Neve saying, okay, that's it, let's get out of here, he always said, well, if it's okay with you, I'd like to come back tomorrow and talk some more and mm-hmm. you know, see where, where you guys are at with this. It was fascinating to watch the wheels go in the head of the victim. Mm-hmm. And then and then just the, the look on the perpetrator's face of, oh, I'm going to be well, responsible for this now. A lot of the people who were doing these fake profiles on Facebook, they um, they felt bad about themselves they had low self-image and stuff and so they were putting out who they wished they were right and they were lying about it but it was because they felt real poorly about themselves Catherine, did you have something you wanted to say about that since you're the one that you're the one that watched started it. watching them yeah. all <laughs> we pretty much watched all of the episodes yesterday <laughs> but, well now we got to watch the season finale tomorrow yeah, night tomorrow night that's exciting. Jeez. But yeah, it's a very interesting and intriguing show. So let me ask you a question then, Catherine. You are uh-huh. online and stuff. Yeah. How much personal information do you put out? Well, probably about a year ago I did more so. Now I've kind of thought about it a little bit more and I tried to keep it a little less and more privacy settings and such on my social media websites. Right. Why do you Just, why? I don't know anyone like the show. Anyone could contact you. Anyone could look at your stuff. And yeah. were you, you surprised? That, okay, so when these guys, when these guys are investigating the different profiles and stuff, I thought it was fascinating that they would they would contact people on Facebook who knew them from no one, didn't know them from anyone, yeah. and those people would all, would very quickly respond with an email or with a with a text or they'd actually call them right away. Mm-hmm. So they were contacting people that they didn't know and people were very quick to respond. Yeah, which I'm like it's weird. It is weird. We've not lived in a time when that's possible. Mm-hmm. So and and then one time that you know they would get calls and stuff like that, but the caller was deceiving them as well. So just fascinating yeah. fascinating stuff. And yeah. But but let me ask you a question, Catherine. If somebody uh-huh. actually tried to get a hold of you that you didn't know, how would you deal with it? Well, first off, I'd ask, who the heck are they? Okay. <laughs> and I would probably, you know, I would just make sure to be careful and maybe not even talk to the person if I don't figure out who they are. Right. Um, how do you know, know if they really are who they say they are, though? Or what, uh, what did you learn from the show? Um, to not give out personal, I mean, like not just personal information, but not get emotionally attached to someone you haven't met. I mean, it's not smart. Am I? I don't know, because you don't actually know if it's them. Before you what take you it mean? to that level, you probably should know that they really are them. Yeah, I mean, you. Because I know a lot of people that have relationships, long distance relationships online, 
but they really are who they say they are. Yeah. So. And like you said, there's all those red flags. If you see any of those red flags, I mean, you got to be even more careful. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. just got to. So why do you like that show so much? Well, you just want to know what happens. And if you think about it, it really does show you wh- how her, our world has changed. Yeah. And, like, when I was little, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just very interesting. And it's I like seeing the different perspectives from each side as well. You know what I found interesting is that the show, instead of, it could really be, like, one of those expose shows, like, cheaters, you know, mm-hmm. wife cheaters, you know, stuff, or Jerry Springer, you know. But... The way that Neve handles the the show is actually pretty compassionate, and he well, really he does try himself. to get them to yeah. work it out. And you know, there's something that attracted them to each other. Mm-hmm. But what I thought was hilarious is when uh, when uh, they went and, uh, to the guy went to another house to meet this girl, and the girl was actually a, a gay man mm-hmm. and a young man, and and the you could tell. That the young man really liked this, you know, but but he was like, "Hey, wait a second, I'm not I'm not gay, so this isn't gonna work," you know. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I thought it was hysterical. They were they stayed in touch, but not, of course, in in any other way than, you know, "Hey, how's it going?" kind of thing. But I thought that was fascinating because I don't know, I, I don't know if if, if yeah, because one of them actually did have real. Like emotions from even after. Yeah, and and then you're confused. What do I do now? Yeah, because you know, I don't. Yeah, he didn't know what to do. (laughs) So the I guess the rule of thumb is though that don't get emotionally attached to somebody until you know if they really are them. And you can't know know that until you actually see them in person. Well, yeah, that proved it. Well, there's a there's there's a lot of different warnings in the Bible that talk about knowing the people that you work with and and not being unequally yoked and. Above all else, guard your heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. because uh, you never know. Uh, you know what was it? Your mom said or your dad said you could fall in love with anyone. Yeah, my mom said you could fall in love with anyone. So you should you should watch out. She was talking to me because she knew as a believer that my faith was really important to me, and she mm-hmm. she was referencing you could fall in love with anyone. So if you want to be married to a believer, then you should only date people who have the same faith as you uh, is what she was you know right, saying to right. me and um you know and that can go with anything that could go with anything whatever you feel is important to you you if, if someone has totally different values than you it probably wouldn't be the best thing to start dating them and fall in love with them right um and so because down the road that might but not work out what's, so well. What's hard about this catfishing thing is I think a lot of the people... Thanks for being on the program, Kat. Thank you, Kat. Uh, sorry, I didn't make um, A lot of the people um, thought these people they were talking to had the same values and the same interests, but they weren't real people. I mean, they were made <laughs> up. Yeah. Made up personas. And, and this is interesting for Catherine because she left the room, but her favorite classes in college so far, I think, have been the sociology and psychology classes she's just a real people person um she's worked as a barista and waitress and stuff and she likes being around people and it just kind of fascinates her how well i caught her the other night she made me watch another program with her called shark shark Uh tank i think it was where where a bunch of investors uh wealthy people uh 
you know, get in with people who have inventions. Venture capital. Right. And it was fascinating. And I'm thinking, why does she like this so much? She goes, I just really like this. But it was because of this psychological. Yeah. And and that part kind of bothers me. (laughs) It's just too stressful. (laughs) But she she liked it. And so that was kind of an interesting show. And I thought I just thought it was really fascinating that um, the human beings are all basically the same at the core as far as what we need. Oh, yeah. All of us. No, need- and I'm saying we're all exactly the same. I, I don't mean that. But, but all of us need love right. and acceptance. We, and we and want people to, to care about us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if you don't have that, a lot of times people will try and get that. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this on, on Internet forums where... Uh, you there can be things called flaming wars where um, uh, someone who would not normally do this in real life mm-hmm. will go off on somebody on online and and say all sorts of horrible things. But if they were in person, they would never do that. I, I remember one time you used to be on a foreign forum, local forum. And I begged you, please get off of that. You get stressed out. I don't like it. And um, people just would argue all the time and yeah. be mean to each other. Yeah. Not that you were, but there are a lot of just really mean people on there. And it was funny because we went to a wedding reception one day. And I stood in line next to this giant teddy bear of a man who just seemed really sweet and soft-spoken. And it was the same guy that was, being that so was mean to just... Me so mean and he hated christians and he was just would just attack you all the time and on in person he wasn't like that seemed sweet and soft-spoken and kind and and you're going like really is this the same (laughs) same guy well and i think that's the whole thing is that there's something about being anonymous Mm -hmm. that really it messes with the head yeah well and it's just like all the people who put up pictures of you know on their profiles that weren't them yeah you know they they could pull themselves off as as whoever they wanted to be i another time this is funny because you worked for a computer company um a local computer company and one time someone was posting they were running for office and they posted a bunch of stuff about how brilliant they were and stuff as another person. Like they were, they pretended they were someone else and they posted all this stuff about how wonderful they were. Praising this candidate, but they were actually (laughs) praising themselves. And, and you knew how to look up. I don't know if it was you or someone. Somebody in there knew who it was. Knew from the, the IS. The IP address. IP address that it was that person right. <laughs> that they were they, they were, were actually saying about themselves and and I think you might have privately messaged them you know, so, you know people probably not who good people who know how to search IP addresses know that you're just boasting about yourself and pretending you're someone else yeah. so yeah. you maybe shouldn't do that but you know <laughs> maybe there, there are there are people like I probably wouldn't know how to search for sure. things. It's just wise just not to get involved with people that you don't know. That, <laughs> um, yeah. So. Well, I just thought, I, I just found it, the whole thing was fascinating to me as far as uh, the, the biggest thing I got out of it was 
how much we judge people by what they look like compared to who they are. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm not get, I'm not advocating that people should be lying about what they look like, but mm-hmm. there is a prejudice involved in what people look like. Mm-hmm. And and also it was really interesting how, you know, some of these folks who were not the same sex as they were advertising they were actually had that type of emotion of a you know i'm not saying that women have one emotions and guys have another but we are different you know when it comes to stuff like that and they they had it down so it was like that's really fascinating yeah because people are people Mm -hmm. you know and and these relationships that it just goes to show you that not everything is what you look like in fact these folks were head over heels in love with someone that wasn't who they looked like, mm-hmm. but they were in love with the personality and the, and the fun and the humor and the, the mm-hmm. caring and all these things. But when they came face to face, it wasn't the Barbie doll that they saw on the, on the, mm-hmm. uh, on the thing. <laughs> and it's like, Oh no. One of the guys actually looked like he said he looked and he had his pictures on there. But he had a fake name because he'd been in trouble with the law. Yeah, yeah. And so even the person who was who they said they were, they were still hiding things. Right. And so it was but, really But I thought it was really, really interesting to watch the, the victim's attitude because some of them were, were forgave easily. And others you could tell, I don't think I'm going to do this. Well, a lot of it was they felt lied to. And well, they, they felt, were lied to. They felt betrayed. And violated, yeah. And betrayal is one of the hardest it emotions is. to overcome. It is. Because it is really the the foundation of a relationship is trust. Well, yeah. And, I, and, and, and trust is broke, earned. You don't they, get that back. They, they broke without, their trust yeah. by lying to them. I think you're right, though. I think betrayal is the hardest thing to 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 overcome and get through because, um, you, you know, I mean, we have this weird thing in, 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 in believing circles or Christian circles that says, you know, you forgive and forget, but it's, it's not really accurate. I mean, you can forgive someone, but you don't have to forget because a lot of times people will be doormats and get their, you know, feet wiped on them again because they forgive quote unquote and forget, but then they get abused again. And there is a way to forgive without getting abused again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is, you know, being smart about it, not cashing your brains in at the door mm-hmm. and and being, you know, smart about it. Plus, trust is earned. You don't just blindly give trust to someone. Mm-hmm. If you do, you're silly because you will get hurt. And yeah. we've seen that over and over and over. Yeah. That if you give somebody trust because of their position or their power or whatever without actually knowing them, well, trouble. it's funny because my daughter posted a picture on her Facebook page of a book. I was moving some bookshelves around, and I found this book, um, How to Dump a Loser or something like that. No, it's uh, 25 Ways You Can Spot a Loser or if you're, see if you're dating a loser. Yeah, how do you know if you're dating a loser and how to dump them? That was 25 re- ways and, or something like that. And so uh, I, I found that, and I thought, she was, I think, 16, just turned 17, something like that. And I, that would be a good book for her. So I went and took it back to her. And, and she's not dating anyone right now. But, you know, she's at that age where. She won't ever date anyone. 
<laughs> well, good luck on that, Dad. So um, I try. It doesn't work though. But I thought, you know, it'd be the better. The flood just keeps coming. It'd be better to find out before you're in a relationship what are the warning signs to look for than like be deep in head yeah, over heels yeah. in love like these people yeah. that were on the show and then find out. Well, and, they I, weren't and I have to say there are some people that would say in Christian circles would say you should not you shouldn't use the Internet to have a relationship and all this stuff because they're they're just afraid of technology and they're afraid of that whole thing. And for sometimes for good reason, because maybe they've been burned or deceived or whatever. But I think we need to be re realistic and look at the technology that exists today, but be smart about it. Don't mm -hmm. just blindly fall into something. Take a look. And, and then the other thing is there's a whole other flip side to this. And that is people that break up long marriages because they met or they met their high school sweetheart on Facebook again or you know, and people say well that doesn't happen it happens a lot but and and there are marriages that, like, and relationships that have been messed up because third, of online two stuff two thirds of divorces now are are caused by Facebook relationships I don't two thirds is a lot it I was, wouldn't say it was that pretty high, I don't though. think so but we've, we've I'd like to of, see that one proved I thought I heard that the other I don't day. think that's I'm not true sure. but we do know from past things I've read that 80% of adultery starts with a friendship, either at work or on the internet, where you aren't, the people aren't necessarily... Share your problems with me. They aren't necessarily looking to have an affair, but they get emotionally involved with well, someone. Well, and that's true. Either that's at work true. or Well, or and I, I found it fascinating with that, with those statistics, that it didn't matter what the people looked like. Yeah, that was really interesting because, I mean, remember the situation we found ourselves in many years ago where um, there was a pastor mm -hmm. that we had that we caught in uh, seven, at least that we know of, mm -hmm. seven adulterous relationships at the same time mm -hmm. and had more that we didn't know about, that we never found out about. But he wasn't the most attractive man in the world. He, In fact, he was a little bit gross. Didn't seem like he showered enough. Yeah, well, his hygiene was bad, and we were like, what? Are you kidding? Mm -hmm. But the, it shows something. It's not, you know, people are swept off their feet. There's more to it than what people look like. It's yeah. There's an emotional crying out of the heart that goes on. Well, and and I, very, you know, I mean, yes, people are attracted by looks. In that but, situation, too, there's some spiritual abuse going well, sure on. There where, was. where someone in authority was trying came came across at first like a father figure right but then and then went into some other spiritual that they shouldn't have yes that they yeah. shouldn't have gone to well i just think it's fascinating this whole relationship thing and how you know there's it's it's so strong the the human need to be loved and wanted mm -hmm. and and you know for you and i we think about this as far as our faith is concerned we think that, you know, it would it's so important to know that regardless of what a person thinks about you, mm -hmm. we truly believe that God cares about every person and loves every person. And there there isn't he's no respecter of persons. In other words, he doesn't go look at one person and say, well, because you're short, no way, <laughs> you know, or because you're ugly, no way, or because you have a loud mouth, no way, or because you're green, no way. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
God doesn't look at things like that. That's not what he's even well, interested in. The Bible in. says man judges the outward appearance, but God, but God judges, judges the heart. The heart. Yeah. And and I just think that's fascinating that um that really is the core of who we are as mm-hmm. as human beings and and thus when you make a choice to love somebody regardless of what happens in their lifetime, this is why so many people get divorced because they don't make a commitment to love them through sickness and health richer or poorer they don't make that commitment to say i'm going to stick with you regardless of what happens mm-hmm. they basically say i'll stick with you as long as i get my needs met and you look cool i'll be okay with that but as soon as any of those are, are and when you get to 40 i'll trade you in for two 20 year olds well and, but that <laughs> you realize that happens a lot yeah. not maybe not two 20 year olds but yeah I, i'll never forget i had a boss that um, divorced his wife after 35 some years and uh, met this young lady and and they got married and and it was i mean the 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 daughters were his daughters were almost the same age as, as the lady he married and he threw it all away and it was just i just sat there and went oh my gosh you know why would you do that and but when you look at it a little further he wanted he wanted somebody that shared his passion and his love and and not just his sexual passion but what he liked to do as far as life was concerned. Just fascinating stuff all the way around. But uh, anyway, all that to say this, guard your heart, you know, and be mm-hmm. sure you know what you're doing. And and it's always good to have good friends around you that can help you and that, that can that help you look at things. That was another thing, as I noticed in the show, that a lot of people had waited until they had really gotten far into a relationship online before they told their friends. Yeah. And I, I wonder if they would have said hey so this this person's been talking to me you know i'm attracted to them what do you think they might have come up with ways to check them out and mm-hmm. you know make sure they are who they said they were yeah. you know so they didn't get so so emotionally involved but you know you know live and learn and um well hope. what are some of the other things that we've done to guard our marriage as far as when it comes to this kind of thing because you were saying to Catherine the other day that that um, uh, whenever you're talking to guys that aren't your husband, that you always bring up me to them. Yeah. And, and I don't talk to men on the Internet very often, but sometimes people are mutual friends. Sure. You know, they'll... They'll ask how, you know, I'm doing, and I'll usually bring you into the conversation somehow. And, you know, it's it's just a good idea to... Just remind other people that you're already involved. You're already, you know, in well, a committed relationship. Well, and one of the things that you and I have, uh, we don't talk about it a lot, but you always, you can always look at my email. You don't have a problem if I look at your email. We don't hide anything mm-hmm. from each other. I think when you start doing that, mm-hmm. I think then you're going to have some situations that you may not. Yeah. Yeah. We can get on to, we know each other's passwords, so we right. can get on each other's Facebook if we wanted to. Right, or emails or whatever. Yeah. And, and I mean, not that I, actually, I don't think I ever have unless you've asked me to get into it. But I could if I wanted and you would be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you were doing something bad. No. I'm I mean, going to go look right now. The only thing I might be, you know, like if I was plotting a birthday party or yeah. something, yeah. I might be like, no, don't check it out. But you know, for the ninety nine point nine percent of the time, you could get. What was in it? There. We were watching some some uh, procedural drama the other night, 
uh, I can't remember CSI or oh, Law and Order or something. Yeah. And, and the plot was this this lady killed her husband because she because thought he was having thought, an affair. Yeah, and it, he was actually talking to a travel agent to About plan a, a, a big fi five year anniversary trip. trip to Greece or something. And like so that. she thought he was talking to this lady, and she actually and, killed her husband. Yeah, that was awful. You know, the sad part is a lot of the times the plots that we see on these shows are actual cases that they just change. They the, just change the name. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's not very cool. Bit. But what, yeah, that's scary. that's obvious from when, when you watch something like 48 Hours or you watch uh, Dateline or something like that. And mm -hmm. you go, this is so bizarre. And then, you, and then you see a show like Catfish and you go, oh. Yeah. This is more normal than we think. I mean, there's people that yeah, will do all those sorts are, of stuff. Yeah, because those are real similar. instances yeah. that this stuff went on. So I'm it's not, it's fascinating. I'm not sure. Are we going to have time to No, talk we're not. About we'll have to do that next that. week, though. Okay. So we're we're going to cover the movie next week because we watched a movie that uh, we really enjoyed. And if you've read the book or watched the movie and want to um, add your two cents. You certainly can. We would love to hear from you. The movie was called Blue, Blue Like, like Jazz. Blue Like Jazz. And not I, light like I, blue like jazz. I was curious because my son, when he was in um, college, had a bunch of his friends work on this work movie on the movie and got to meet the producer who we'll talk about next week. Yeah, we'll talk about it all next week. But so. it was uh, uh, if you get time to, to watch the movie, I think you can find it online. We found it on it was a free on uh epics or something like that yeah. on the tv mm -hmm. it's on it's on again this week i saw it in the in the directory okay. so if you have dish network or cable or something like that search search around for blue, blue like jazz, jazz by donald miller it, it's it's different oh it was really different <laughs> but we'll really talk about why what i thought about it because mm -hmm. it's definitely not an orthodox film i mean when it comes to i, I don't know how to describe it it's it's not cheesy and it's not um but it's not at all I, like, I like what give, you think. I won't give a lot away, but it's basically about a young man who has a crisis about his belief system. Yes, and goes to college. And he goes to a very... Think Animal House subdued a little bit. A little bit. Very little bit. But but <laughs> it, it has a purpose. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not just... There's a reason behind watching it. Watching carousing for carousing's sake, but he... <laughs> He definitely don't 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 go. Yeah, he he we'll just has to to challenge his belief system. I think. Yeah. So yeah, we'll I get off of that like for that. just a minute okay. and and say this. Um, the our whole subject today was the reason we covered it is because we thought it was fascinating how easy deception happens in our in mm -hmm. our society and how important it is to make sure that God is part of our life to help us because there's people that that claim to be believers that fall into this stuff are pretty gullible well because they're trusting yeah. well in in our whole basic needs our number one need is for love and acceptance and yeah. being valued and and this kind of stuff like the catfish show mm -hmm. it, it just plays into that oh it does completely it shows yeah. that uh every one of us need to be loved every one of us need to be needed and uh our, we believe that god does love us and need us and that he will help us form those relationships that are healthy for us. Mm -hmm. So, so there you go. So, why don't we pray, and then we can. We've already introduced next week's subject. We're, we're going to cover the movie Blue Like Jazz and talk about the angles that we saw in that, and uh, and then we can tell people how to get a hold of us. Okay. All right, you go ahead. 
You want me to pray? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Father God, I just thank you for each and every person who's listening to this podcast today. And I pray that you will help them um, heal any wounds that have um, come into their heart and help them learn to guard their hearts. And pray, Lord, that each and every one of us will have productive weeks where we get to know our value in you. We give you honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 How come you're so surprised that I asked you to pray? Because usually you do it. Sorry. You're just so manly like that. What does that mean? <laughs> you're the strong leader type. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> I don't think so. Must be that new drug I'm taking. <laughs> Making me more aggressive. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's eat meat now and build a fire. <laughs> go go find a club. <laughs> Smack you over the head. Drag you. <laughs> I know Taekwondo. You don't mess with me. <laughs> no, if you knew us, you would know that that is silly. Maybe back when we were first married, but not anymore. No, no. I think, yeah. That's another whole subject that we could talk about. Yeah, but we won't today. All right, everybody. How do you get a hold of us? You can get a hold of us at our TakeHimWithYou.com website or email us at Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com or Amy at TakeHimWithYou.com. You can also get a hold of us at our Facebook pages, Rick uh, or Facebook.com <laughs> forward slash Rick.Moyer or Facebook.com forward slash Amy.Moyer. You're so good at this. Thank you. All right. Tell everybody. What our little standard thing at the end is. Go ahead. Oh, this has been a Moira Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2013. All rights reserved. And pray for us. We're going to get our taxes done tomorrow. Oh, yeah. At least try to figure out if we owe or we. And if you feel like on. giving to the podcast, you certainly can because, well, at this point, we really need it. Okay. How's yes. That? Amen. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. Have a great day, and we'll see you next week on Take Him With You.